You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Here for a Thursday, home on qualified opinion on wavering bias, as you know the drill. Now, if you are watching this on YouTube, Pundits Dribblers, you are seeing the early stages of the new HSP set. Uh, background, a really sleazy, sexy, dusty fucking pink. It's a sexy pink, Tom, and I'll tell you why we've gone with pink punters and dribblers, because it's a fucking tone setter. Yeah, and it bounces nicely off the blue chairs. It's like, bro, I'm here to fucking relax and unwind. You'll also realise that if you're watching it, we've got Tommy Tobler on the ones and twos with the fucking multiple camera angles. The live cut. Live cutting. So bear with Tommy, right? Tommy, not a live cutter of note in that he hasn't done a lot of it. So you might see uh, some some wild cuts here and there. It might be on the wrong person when the other person's talking. Heck, he might forget to press record. Don't go too hard on Toby, dude. No. Because Toby's doing his best and Uncle. we need to we need to rally around this, this young buck trying to find his feet in the world, you know? Yeah. It's as simple as that. Dave got his new set in front of the Fatty Vaughton glory hole. I part of me wants me to wants to have him coming through it. I was seeing that as well. He should be behind it and just have his face yes. in the glory hole. I don't that know actually how, would be fucking hilarious. It would be fucking genius, is what it would be. Then pretty sure there's like a thing on the back of it that allows it to stand up of its own. Yeah, it does. Volition. Its own volition. Yeah, its own accord on its own terms. I just want you coming through that thing because it. It invokes beautiful memories for me, Dave. Memories that went a little like this. We did a live show at the Bellevue. New South Wales humped Queensland into the earth. I think we put 50 on them. 50 uh, and 54 to 4, I think. Yeah, 54 4. And Dave got licked to death by dribblers with his head through the Fatty Wharton glory. And didn't hole. get COVID. That is one of my great memories. Yeah. Yep. Two weeks later, we were fucking locked down and life ground to a Basically, halt. for six months. I was thinking about this the other day, and obviously lockdown sucked, but there was there's an element, and I think that the further we get away from it all, it'll be one of those things that we also kind of look back on fondly. I know it may sound weird, and there are probably people whose like businesses and livelihoods were completely fucked who definitely won't, but I guess I'm more mean from like a... Life goes quick, and you don't catch up with all your friends, and you don't see all the people you want to. Like, you don't see everyone as much as you'd like. And even though we were locked down, I reckon I saw my mates more because we were doing fucking evening zooms. Dude, it was it was a social time, even though you weren't Seeing with anyone. It, yeah, it. I liked, and again, apologies to those that got fucked over by COVID. We're talking more from our perspective, in which case we were pretty sweet. Yes, it was. It was nice to unwind. Like, I, again, life's pretty fucking hectic and things move really quickly. And in doing so, the days and the weeks roll by quickly and it, it's, it can become overwhelming sometimes. But in COVID, dude, I, you get up at like 8 o'clock, 8.30, go for a walk, come back, sit down. You're ready to rock at like 10 o'clock, mm. cruise get through the day, then you start having a drink at night, every night, every hop night. on Zoom, your yeah. mates are on there. By 10, 11 o'clock, you're pissed, you might be playing poke, you're having a fucking ball, bro. Yeah. You go to bed, you do the same thing, but there's no pressure to be anywhere or no, do anything. That's it. You knew you weren't missing out on anything, and then everyone was just at home, and like the amount of, like when we'd watch Manly games, it was like, oh, it was good fun. the pro Manly rhetoric crew would jump yeah. on a Zoom, and yeah. we'd just all be watching the games, and you, you had know, the Olympics as well, mate. The Olympics was on, like there was just, again, you know, not to be a broken record. No one's here wishing for lockdowns to come back. Oh, hold on. It's probably someone who's been fucking parked in. 
Hallo. Hallo. Yo. Hey, man, you got clocked in downstairs. Ah, uh, you, you took out car park, did you? Yeah, sorry, man. I just, it was the spawn and I didn't realize. I thought it was one of the visitors. I actually moved myself. Oh, okay, no worries, man. I'll come move it for you. All uh, right, I'll, I'll meet you downstairs, yeah? Good man. Thanks, man. When they're nice, dude, it's hard not to, you know. When it's nice. in the Irish accent. The Irish accent. As it's. Well. I tell you what, dude, that Irish accent will that'll get you to do stuff. Yeah, you know, like you know? I come in expecting to be pissed off, but then it's like, I mean, that's just a nice guy. It's just a nice so guy. He's going about it. Look, he made an innocent mistake. It's well, I don't know if it was innocent, and I don't know if it was a mistake, and it was calculated, intentional. But I can't. Do you be think angry. he's hiding behind his Irish accent? Do you I think, think he, he just go, he gets away with shit and he goes, I can fucking dude, I can. I'll be able to manipulate you if you want, bro. I can charm the pants. All gonna do is go open my mouth, or it could be that I'm scared of Irish people. You know, you gotta park them in. You gotta leave your number there because it just means I'm slowly eliminating the people who will park there. You know, some people might be like, "It's petty, park somewhere else." The reality is, today I couldn't have parked anywhere else because there were no more parks in the fucking whole in the whole space. But sometimes I think it pays to be petty. Dude, it's not even petty. It's like, I'll park you in, and then you'll realize that you're in someone else's park, and you won't do it again. And then some other motherfucker will do it. And we're just going to slowly work our way through maybe the entirety of the building. Um, but what were we talking about? Lockdown. Lockdowns. Shout out to them. I just think it was nice. And then not nice. It was fucking overwhelming. I think with anything, with time, you forget about how fucked some shit was. Fucked some shit was. Really well said there. Um... You forget about how intense it was, how overwhelming it was, how much you were like, I am so sick of being stuck in this goddamn house. Mate, it's like when you go for a run and you're hating every second of it. And then like an hour later, you're like, oh, that was right. Yeah, you're, you're almost like, I could have pushed that harder. I could have pushed that harder. That, been, got, that was I fine. Actually, you're only saying that now, dickhead, because you fucking stopped and you've yeah. had a bottle of water and you've had a share and yeah. then you're laying on the couch. Yeah. Like, it's all good now, obviously. And before. I'm very confident before a run and then about 30, 40 meters in, I go, oh, no, I'm not. Not going that hard, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't even hit. It hasn't even hit a K yet, and I'm fucking. I find the first K is tough. I find the second. Oh, it K takes. Tough. It takes me a while to fucking get the get the bod warm. I up. reckon first, and again, you're talking to a couple of runners here who are training for a marathon. Sorry, but I reckon the first maybe like 150, 200 meters for me, hard as hell. My back sort of hurts a bit. My lower back. Same dude. Yeah. Literally, I'm like, it's like I try and do a warm up. But it's also like I find them arduous. And yeah, they are. Do you know what I mean? But I try and put in the hard yards, but it. I find my body's just – like the run I went for the other night in Centennial Park, my back was f- fucking not good for like the first K, K and a half. Yeah, it warms and up. And then it warmed up and it <laughs> lubed up and then we started moving and shaking and we got into a bit of work then. I wore the complete wrong uh, underoos. What did you wear? They're just like, just briefs. They're just like briefs. What sort of briefs? Just normal Bonds fucking briefs. Like those ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never know either. I'm not even 100% sure. Like trunks? They're like, they're like tight boxer shorts. Not undies. No, not undies. Tight boxer briefs. shorts, I guess. Briefs. No, yeah. they're not boxer shorts. No, but like as in boxer shorts are shorts, right? So these are shorts that are tight to your skin, but they don't go down that long. Would you call them briefs or trunks? I think trunks? you call them briefs. Or trunks? Option yeah. B, I think option briefs. C. I think they're... Like your undies, which are the regular ones. <clears throat> They're pretty much option B with maybe a slightly longer leg. Top I don't like undies anymore. 
Haven't for years. No. no. I'm not a big undie Not a guy. vibe for Not me. a big undie guy. Not I a vibe at all. find they get a bit G-bangerish sometimes as you work throughout the I day. I find they're a bit tight on the junk. Oh, they're very tight on the junk. They don't They don't handle your your fellas well enough, no, they I don't. don't think. They don't, they're, not, they're not cupping you. They're like, yeah, stay yeah. there, cunt. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. No, you feel like they're putting them in a straight jacket as yeah, opposed yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, a nice don't put my junk in a straight jacket, mate, because it's not going to be happy about that. But I, so I wore that. I wore those because we have been sent some step ones, not an ad, but we were sent some. They're pretty fucking good. They're pretty, they're pretty good. Like, that's I've what I've just got to be honest. And this isn't this an This is ad. not an ad. We were sent step ones because we're influencers now. That's, look. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to tell you, they're pretty fucking good. They are. I can't help it. I've got them on right now. This will be the last ad you hear. Not an ad, but like the last, and it probably won't be the last, but I mean, we'll obviously try and get a little corporate fisting from it, but they're good. They are good. And it is what it is. You didn't have your step ones on though. So anyway, it? so I ran, th- I, I was only going for a lap or, or not a lap. I was going for 4Ks. That's like my base. I lap run 4Ks. A, a That's a lap and a bit of Centennial Park. Approaching 3Ks, I was like, oh, this chafe is so bad, I'm just going to call it at a fucking lap or at 3Ks. Well, I can't remember, but around there, I was like, fuck it. I can't do it anymore. How bad? What, what like, not describe that, not, the chafe. I was, like, waddling with my legs out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm swinging. So you were running legs. like a duck? No, I was running like a duck and constantly hands down the pants trying to... Because with briefs, right, the amount of leg you have, like, that comes down, that could potentially aid in chafe-based issues yes. is pretty small, right? So I just kept, I was constantly trying to drag them down to, like, block the, the problem areas, <laughs> and then it would just ride straight back up. So I'm, like, waddling yeah. like a duck. Thank God it was pitch black. You didn't have your step ones on? Didn't. Didn't. Um, but so I was waddling like a duck in the dark and in a bit of pain. Constantly with your hands down. Constantly hands down the pants. Whilst trying to hold my phone with the torch, because it was literally like fucking pitch black. I couldn't see shit. And there was were like, you running with a torch? By the end of it, bro. Yeah, I had my, tor- my light on my phone. Bunch of runners did. I saw other runners doing yeah, it. Yeah, I know. And I was like, fuck off. It's not that dark. No, it was, bro. I couldn't see a thing. You were also running on the road. Maybe that helped. I, I was running on the road. path. I ran on the road. And mud I just followed the white line, yeah, which you could still, which is picking up light. Yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't. So I'm trying to do all these things. And then I'm getting a four K, uh, to 3Ks. And I'm like, dude, listen, this isn't fun. But. Uh, like a marathon is going to be so much worse and you have to just show even the slightest bit of fucking get up and go about. Yeah. If you try and pull the plug now, you are fucked for this marathon. Yeah. Yeah. You got to show some grit. It's about trying to attitude change, attitude change, attitude change. So I finished my four kilometers. Very impressive. Uh, (laughs) But my fucking chafe, dude, it was bad and it was bad the next day. And I wore step ones all day. Didn't go for a run. Just warm to keep my legs apart. I needed to separate them. <laughs> <coughs> you got to separate them, mate. You got to keep them apart because yeah. the the thigh has a natural tendency to want to rub together. They want to fucking hang out. They want to be best buds. They want to. They want to make fire. They want to make fire. Thighs want to make fire, and that's that's a problem that man's faced since the dawn of time. Yep. It's as simple as that. We're getting back into a fitness routine, though. We spoke to Josh the other day. This is all part. We will be documenting the marathon journey. Um, we also, punters and dribblers, 
There will be details emerging. Yeah, do you want to run a marathon with us? I mean, like, we, I don't want to run a marathon, <laughs> but I will be buoyed by the uh, inclusion of a bunch of punters and dribblers. We will be running the Sydney Marathon. I believe it's September 18th. If I'm a little off on the dates, fucking... Sue me. Sue me, brah. Get over it. Pretty sure it's September 18th, Sunday, Sydney Marathon. We are running. There will be a mental health bent. We are... Well, we're raising money for... We're raising men- money mental for mental health. That's right. Tom and I will be documenting it via a YouTube series. Marathon Man. Marathon Man, coming soon. And by soon, closer to September. But well, it's, that's not soon, far it's not that far, dude. It's really not that far. Uh, we also, I think, will be doing like a Hello Sport. I don't know how it works. Punters and Dribblers crew. Like a Punters and Dribblers crew. So if you're a punter or a dribbler and you want to run or be a part of running on the day with us, then fucking we'll be... Sharing details on how to sign up, I believe. I don't know many details myself, so I'm just now, sort of trying to the, fucking. The problem here is, punters, dribblers, what you're hearing is that Eddie, the man who got us into this fucking mess, and by mess I mean having to run a goddamn marathon at 30, whatever. You I didn't have, have to join him. Anyway. Well, I did, Eddie. I did have to because what I because you made is the right stuff. I don't leave my my friends behind. Yeah, like good you man. left me behind in Brisbane taking grenades from dribblers. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to go into it, but I'm just saying that's you know. I, mean, I don't leave friends behind, so. I will run with you. Yep. I will get myself into absolute fucking tip-top. I can't wait to see you in condition. Marathon Nick, dude. I hope I get in it. That's the. That's, I want to see you in Marathon I, Nick. I, I reckon you look hot. Nick. You know what I think you might look like? like First year Bathurst, hot as fuck Burma, you know? But with a beard. With a beard. Which is probably all I was missing. Which made you the triple threat, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. hair, the beard, the bod, dude. It'd be nice to not be fucking... Sloppy, yeah. Know? Um, like we'll get running singlets and shit. It'll be a hoot. Yeah, we'll it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll work it but out. But details we'll to come. I think we're about we're just under four months out, punters and jewelers. So if you want to do it with us, I'd be getting out there and I'd be fucking pounding the pavement. We Maybe c- a couple of get-togethers. We could. I know everyone does run clubs, and we're not. I certainly am not promising a run club. That's what I'm. I'm going to say this. But you're promising to think about. We're promising to think about maybe doing one at some point. It might be one. It might be none. It might never ever happen. But in the training process, if we've got a bunch of dribblers who are all like trying to become great, like we are, yeah, then maybe it's a, like it's called a. You know, we get we have some sort of like greatness made up. Have you ever thought about becoming great? Like, have you ever woken up one morning and gone, do I have what it takes to be great? I wouldn't mind being great today. Fuck, dude. Imagine being great. We're offering you the opportunity to be great. With us. Via us. Through us. us. Have you had a cold shower yet? I had one. I had one. I swear to God I had one. I swear to God I had one. But I haven't had any more. Dude, that's just a reality. I start my day now. Yeah, I know. Dude, you've got to. Just try it. Just try it for a week. It's not that hard. It means, I tell you what it, what's it, what I, I fucking hate it. So do I. I'm pathetic. I know. Think about Anthony Joshua, who we'll get to actually. But I just somewhat, because now dribblers have just tagged me and fucking people talking about cold showers because it's just like ridiculous. But, and Harry Garside. Harry Garside hasn't had a fucking warm shower in a year. Not one. Anthony Joshua says he does it every day. Now, he's no longer a world champion, but that's no reason to knock the guy. But it's about putting yourself in uncomfortable situations so that when the uncomfortable situations present themselves, punish dribblers. I hope you're on me right now, Toddler. I hope you're not on a wide shot. When the uncomfortable situation presents itself, you go, uncomfortable? Try having cold showers every day. I'm ready for anything. 
So is that how it works? So like at 30 Ks, when you've got 12 Ks to go and you're in the fucking hurt lock and you're chafing within an inch of your life nipples and the bleeding. shin splints are fucking flared up and your nipples are bleeding and you're in tears and you're about to collapse. Shit yourself. Apparently you shit yourself you're in, you You're covered in poo. Are you, th- are you telling me that in that moment you're going to be able to tap into the cold showers yeah. and what they yeah, provided yeah, yeah. you? All right. Well, that's powerful stuff, too. Yo, bruh, I've been fucking harder places than this, driving a cold shower for 30 seconds in the morning. <laughs> in winter. You think this is hard, mate? Yeah. That ain't nothing, bruh. Nothing. What um, about at night? Do you go warm at night? Yeah, I'm still not... I'm not at cold at night yet. I'm still a bit of a pussy. So you haven't really time. been like... Well, no, because I think the start cold of the at day, night. Nah, cold at nights. No, big cold boy in the morning stuff. is actually worse. You reckon? Yeah, because... Why? Because the morning, it's fucking freezing in the morning. It's freezing at night? No, it's, more, it's colder in the morning. Because the day has been warmed. The earth is cooling from the sun during the day. It is colder in the morning. Don't fucking question me. Um, it's definitely colder in the morning, but it's also like the way you start. You are nice warm hug in the morning to get you going, but it actually gets you going way more in the cold. Now, do I want to start becoming just a cold shower operator exclusively? Yes. Do I want to retire the hot shower from my life? Yes. Has my psoriasis ever been worse on my legs? No. It might be the worst it's ever been. Apparently, <laughs> if you listen... So is it not working? No. I'm still fucking having hot showers. Right. So if you listen to Charlie of pilot.com.au fame, promo code dribblist, first doctor's consult for free, um, he says that Wim Hof says, <coughs> oh, shit, uh, that if you have cold showers then psoriasis goes away. Is that what Wim reckons? Well, it actually might be not Wim. Who's the... Stay hard! Goggins. Goggins. I think maybe Goggins. Goggins wouldn't have had a hot shower in fucking 40 years. No. Are you... With your psoriasis, obviously mm. it's an issue for you, yeah, the old mate. Like, I mean, you know, you, you learn to live with it. If Goggins is telling you that cold showers exclusively fixes the problem... <laughs> mm. Why don't you just walk it out and have you just have a cold one at night and just see if it works? I might. That's what I'm. That's the plan. See it flat. See like if I don't know if you can see that. You could you, see it. You wouldn't be able to see. You it. wouldn't probably be able to see it. But you would if you, at the end of the day, and probably more so after a fucking hot shower. This is as red as the devil's dick. Like it is fucking red, dude. And you're like, oh my god, I look like I'm dying. So just a ban- just fucking put the hot shower away, mate. Go the cold. problem with the nighttime shower, Eddie, and I'm sure that the dribblers are loving this conversation. That's when I get my soaping done. <laughs> I soap at night. The morning's about waking up and just rinsing off the you know the nighttime sweat. Could you get to a place? And again, keeping in mind you're running a marathon this year. Mm. Go internal. Go within yourself, get in that cold shower and soap up there and then. Yes. I think you can get, I can think you, you can, can reach that it. point. Like how, how long do you need to soap? Well, to be you honest. Can get, you can get your soap and done in a minute, easy. I'm also, I think, doing my bit for the environment because if it's a warm shower, you might not see me for six months. I'll be sitting in there for so long. I love a warm shower. But now, mm. daddy's in and out inside of a minute, probably a minute and a half. You know? You can get enough. You can get soap and done. Of course you can, dude. Of course you can, but it's fucking cold. That's all it is. It's like I wouldn't mind just like being able to enjoy myself while I soap my body. You know what I mean? Who doesn't enjoy a good soaping? Yeah, I get you. But as a drillers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. 
the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. We love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. What soap you rocking at the moment? Just a Dove pump, mate. <laughs> just a Dove pump. Just a Dove pump. <sighs> shout out to Dove, shout out to pumps. Shout out to pumps, shout out to Dove. Shout out to pump soap. Pump soap is one of the great inventions uh Oh, of man. all time. That's kind of, you time. can say that. Liquid pump soap. You would, that'd get you going as well because you're a germaphobe. And the idea of sharing soap, I think, would probably trouble you. Uh, yeah, you know what, Eddie? It does, but, but it can also... can soap, by its very nature, punters and dribblers, be dirty? Do you know what I mean? That's a good, that's a good question. Like, can soap... Become dirty. This is a dirty, a dirty soap. How Would is you, that can you pick up a block, a, bu- a block of soap, and go? This soap's dirty. Well, I think you could a bar of soap, mm, a block, a block, bar, a block, cake of soap, cake of soap. 
I don't like that they call it a cake of soap because I think a cake, and I'm like, well, you yeah, can't yeah, eat that. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit cruel. You're denigrating cakes globally, but it is what it is, right? Do you know what I mean, though? Like, if you pick, sometimes you look at the soap, you're like, that soap's dirty, but is it dirty? It's actually clean. It's a it's a mind it's a mind melter, and you've put me in a in a literal mental pretzel, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure. The problem that I have, and I can use because you don't use soap that other people use. No, but see, the because thing you're is, of the impre- you're you're of the, you're of the opinion that it's dirty. No, but there I lies so here, the, here, the, the, the the conundrum. That, the conundrum. But I also do, or have done in the past, used a communal cake of soap, right? I have. But it's certain, it's certain scenarios, certain situations. What I would say is that the thing about the soap is that it's constantly shedding layers, <laughs> right? It's getting smaller. It's getting smaller, yeah. like a gobstopper for, the, for your asshole. Yeah, it gets smaller to the point where you go, hey, you, I've had enough with you, buddy, and you just slip you remember it through, when, the, you slip it through yeah. the drain. But do you remember when it would get, get so skinny thin? enough and you're like, goodbye? But you'd, it would also get so thin you could fold it in half. And oh, then yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it up again and go, oh, we got a few more goes yeah, yeah. out of this Oh, bad yeah, boy. like, mate, I've, re- I've gone really, like, to the very end oh, the of the end. earth, to the point where it's literally come apart in my in hands, hands and like, I'm like, right, let's try and get as much as yeah, we can. Like here. the final days of Rome, dude, with this <laughs> fucking thing. But so with that, I think as the soap is shedding, it getting smaller, the like the da- what what could be perceived as the germs on it are actually going away. So it's constantly clean. But would there be germs on soap or would they be killed instantly? Or do they just wash away instantly? Do you know what I mean? Like, or is it dead germs on there? Are you they could dead rub on there? Poo on soap? And is the poo clean then? No. I think you've got dirty poo on a clean soap, and then the soap would be able to be restored pretty easily if you just got a couple of the layers off. Yeah, because if you're, if you're wiping a, a soapy poo onto you, it's still poo, There's still right? poo there, dude. Poo is poo, no matter poo which is, way you slice it. Well, poo, poo is poo, and <laughs> poo can't be cleaned. You can't clean a poo. You can't. No. You can try to polish one and present it nicely. But well, that's the famous saying. You can't polish a turd, but you can roll it in glitter. I read an article the other day, just a, just a tiny little shift, Seems about like a, a practice that's happening. The article alluded to this going on in the Middle East, but it could be happening anywhere, where wealthy gentlemen are paying people to... Shit on glass? Shit on glass. Yeah. What's that about? Dave, can I need you to get the name? Yeah, yeah. Is that like a sexual thing? I, 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 would, I would imagine, imagine that they're laying there touching themselves yeah, yeah, or getting sucked off. Yeah. Yeah. That's nothing new. I, I don't no. know if it was Jimi Hendrix or like an old blues guitarist. Was it Hendrix? Tobler's nodding. But there's some old rock and roll story that like, yeah, on tour, he used to lie under a glass table and get groupies to shit there. Yeah. So it's not. What the Can fuck? you find out what the term is? What's yeah. the kink there? I also, just a side note. Because you're not actually getting shit on. I'm not going to. It's suspended above. Yeah, you. no, it's, the, it's a visual thing as much as anything else. I also, and this, there's a lot of people on this show, so I'm just not incriminating anyone in particular, but I got told there's, what's the Celebrity Apprentice on Channel 9? Yeah. One of the contestants on there likes getting pissed on. <laughs> <laughs> is what I was told, allegedly. One of the contestants on their likes getting pissed on. Like, like lay down, I'll urinate on you? Or Listen, I know it's in a sexual manner. It's not sort of just like, oh, you want to come around and piss on each other? It's like... Like, there's a lot of admin there. Surely you do that sort of thing in the shower? Or is well, that lose, you could lay down like a, a towel or one of those... What's the thing that you have when you used to piss the bed? Like those plastic sheets? You'd need the plastic sheet. Mate, like... 
Because you can you can piss you can you can comfortably soak a fucking towel pretty quickly. <laughs> you can and then soak a whole mattress, mate. Like let's be honest, if you need to go, well, that's what I'm talking about. Now now you've got a fucking now you're soaked, you're drenched. When I usually get my large Macca's coffee when I've got time to come in, I'm pissing for like six days after that. Like I, you could absolutely drench a human being. Mate, I don't I like. I think if you came in ready to rock and roll, you were absolutely busting. You'd pounded a large ice long black. You could, you could, I think possibly saturate a mattress to the point where it seeps into the other it's side. It's a write off. You could write off a mattress. I think, <laughs> I think you could write off a, a mattress with a with a heavy flow. Yeah, yeah. a heavy, a heavy, yeah, stream. heavy, heavy stream. I think Dude, you sometimes could. if you need to go, you can be standing there. Like I've been to the dude. I remember. I started laughing at myself. Before. I've I'm laughed like, at you. This is ridiculous. I've laughed at you before. Once, I remember. It was fucking absurd. It went and it went. I'm talking like, I reckon we pushed into three or four minutes, dude. This was, yeah, it was fucked up. It was on a bender once and it just wouldn't stop and it wouldn't stop and it just kept going and it got funnier and funnier and funnier. It went for so long. That was a, it was literally One of the great like, pisses all time. One of the great pisses all time, but a mattress ender. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, dude. Yeah, that thing will wipe out a mattress. Yeah, that could have wiped out a king, bro. Yeah. That's like a Yellowstone volcano version of like... Yeah, yeah that know. was a super volcano. So I've done a bit of research here. Um, I think it was Chuck Berry, the one I was thinking of, who was noted for his affinity for Sorry, poo. Jimmy. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. Sorry, Jimmy. Not you, dude. <laughs> Wasn't um, you, bro. He paid out millions of dollars in like court cases and stuff because not only did he do that, but he also set up like recording devices in women's bathrooms. Well, that's disgusting. But, like, yeah, just for that purpose. But um, and on Wait a minute. On oh, Ur- for poo-based for, purpose. Yeah, for poo-based But has he got it in the bowl? Or does he just like to know that I think he probably shitting? likes the sounds. Yeah, I think it is audio. Because oh, this is like 70s or okay, something. Okay, so. he is a muso. Yeah. So it's all, he's an audiofile. He just um, likes the... But I have dude, found... you should come into a men's bathroom on a Monday <laughs> oh, morning. Why would you be in the female? Dude, what are dude you you're going to get way more out of the male, dude. <laughs> you Holy need to be a buck in the bloke's bathroom. Oh, my God. Mate, there's nothing more fucked up than a men's Go to bathroom a, just between wait. like the hours of 7 in the morning yeah, until yeah. maybe 9.30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Fucking dude, disgusting. Mate, I... you got to pick your battles. I remember I was, used to work in the city and... There was just there was a two toilet operation and there wasn't enough floor to ceiling coverage for mine. Yeah, and they were too close together. They were quite cramped. I'm like, if someone came in, I'm like, if someone else was in there, I'm like, I'm out. I used to go to a different floor. Because, really? Because it's just sometimes it gets because there was a couple of rogue operators on our floor that used to fucking get into their work and just an overwhelming look. I experience. get it. A bit of stage fright when you're trying to take a, a dump. No, it's more. No, no, it's more about. Them. Them. Yeah. We'll it's see. a them issue. I struggle, and again, I can't smell, so I don't know what I'm dealing with. Like, one bloke used to go through, just to sort of cut you off, used to go through rolls of toilet paper. Yeah. I'm like, you got to stop wiping your ass, bro, because this is getting fucking outrageous. I've got no issue with someone... I'm know, talking a 15-minute wipe, mate. <laughs> I mean, who, but what sort of poo is he doing? You know, there are some times... Ongoing. Right, but they're exactly. Like, so, like, you know... Just never seen to end. My old man was telling me this story once, and I can't, I'm going to butcher it, but it was, uh, I think he was sort of, he was just like some funny yarn with these dudes on a golf course. And I won't retell it to sort of, because it wasn't a joke, but it was just, he was laughing at the conversation about like, there are certain times when you take a dump and you know immediately that you're in for like a long haul wipe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some of them are like clean snaps and say, so, and then you go, oh dude, this one has somehow found its way all across my cheeks. And like, 
it's like it's yeah, all yeah, across yeah, my yeah. cheeks and it might yeah, be yeah, it's yeah. way too high like i don't know how it, yeah, yeah. how did it's this up happen? my back it's dude. up my back yeah. like there's just someone i'm wiping shit off my lower back yeah. here dude what is going on like sometimes you go i've got to have a shower yeah i need to literally just turn the shower on and just hop straight in because I don't know what's gone wrong here. Something's gone wrong. Something's gone amiss. Am at, I sitting at wrong? At a foundational level, yeah. It's, yep. Maybe it's an ergonomic issue of like how you are sitting. But well, supposedly we we don't. You got to. You, you should be squatting, dude. You're meant to have these things where you like raise your legs. Well, you're supposed to be squatting. Well, I know, but this mimics that. Sure, sure, it does mimic it, and you're absolutely right. Point. Drop is. holes not for everyone. I've been there. It's a nightmare. <laughs> drop holes are fucked. Do drop holes have their place? But they. The not problem with the drop life. hole though is that you. It's putting a lot of pressure on knees, and basically, it's assuming that everyone has good knees. The problem also, don't. the problem also with the drop hole is it takes away the ability to unwind. You know, Toilet, uh, taking a shit. Becomes I'm on a my real throne. Effort. I'm yeah. in my own space. I've I've got my phone in the in the in the old days. You'd have a fucking newspaper, you know, a Playboy, a penthouse there or National something. National Geographic, National Geographic, whatever. The uh, the toiletry yeah, offering the, was yeah whatever got you hard but now it's a phone now it's a phone obviously and you just sit there and you unwind hmm. and you decompress yeah and five minutes quickly becomes twenty five yeah. but that's fine well sometimes because you're sitting but it's also good because I think you don't want to force a poo out you need to just coax it out like you're trying to get a cat back inside like <laughs> you know. <laughs> You don't want to push it because that's bad, I think, for your insides. You just want to let it slowly, like, you want it to feel comfortable. Well, you, you want it to come out of its own Of its own, on its own accord. On its yeah. own, come on, come on. Yeah. You need, it to, yeah you need it to fall out. Because if you, you need to fall out. If you start pushing it out, there's a very real chance that you aren't even getting all of it. Well, sometimes you need to push. And sometimes the other... Sometimes you do have to push. But sometimes there's times where you're like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm in the fucking trenches now. Some, sometimes you like have this. to birth a poo. <laughs> Yeah, there is a reality to yeah, taking. Yeah, there shit. is, and um, sometimes not you often. Birth one. Not often, I'd say. Fuck, one in fifty poos, I'll have to birth. Yeah, and that's usually when you've been living hard. I think. Well, you've fallen on hard. You've fallen times. on hard times, <laughs> and you're not eating things that maybe loosen stools. It's you're eating things that are. Yeah, you know, yeah, you haven't you haven't had your daily intake of Sultana brand. No, and no, it take, shows. Yeah, yeah. You, you've been gummed up, maybe from 19 <laughs> cheeseburgers, for example, and you've got to birth something every once in a while, maybe two or three in that case, but birthing done triplets. <laughs> Yeah. Look, if you have 19 cheeseburgers in six hours, you may have to yeah, birth triplets. That's just a reality. You may have to birth triplets. You may have to birth triplets. But usually, if you just give it time, you can coax them out pretty easily. You know yeah. what I mean? If you're comfortable. If you're comfortable. And you're in your own space. You don't want are, you a, are you a public toilet guy? I will shit anywhere. Yeah, I can, I can, I, I can do a public toilet. No my problem. old man, my brother, my fa- they're like, when we go to cafes, it's like the first thing I do, I'm like, I got to go. And I can get like, a Macca's, like, KFC. What is wrong doesn't, with you, dude? I don't, I don't pick or choose. Some, I, obviously, are pretty rogue setups. But well, when the I time, can, I'm like, I'm not fucking, I'm not sitting around on this thing, dude. No. Like, but the problem is, well, not the problem. The thing that is weird, and especially for someone like me, who is, you know, a bit germophobic, again, not really, but I am sort of, when it suits me, so I'm actually, like, probably just a fucking hypocrite, but is the idea that, like, in no other setting will I sit on a toilet that a human's pissed on. In the sense, like, in terms of, like, oh, yes, there's piss on the seat, or there's piss on this chair. It's like, let me just wipe the piss off that chair, and I'll go and sit on it with my skin. Do you... Sometimes, if you've got it. Do you square off some toilet paper yeah. to, to protect the rim? It depends. 
if there's, I don't just do it like if the, if if I'm. If I'll I'm, give it a wipe, but that's it. No, if, I'm, if in, I'm dealing I'm with a clean it. seat, then no, I'm not going to put paper down. But if there's piss on it, then I'm wiping the piss off. And then I'm layering it with paper, and then I'm sitting. Yeah, there. I don't bother layering. And I will always put a landing in there because the last thing you want is a drop of toilet water up your. Door. Oh, I think you land. Yeah, you generally land. You got to have a you in that environment. A, I think yeah. you need you need a um a, a safety net. Yeah. as it were. You do not want toilet water up your butthole. Because it will. It goes straight up there. It'll find a way. It always does. Um, just to bow this conversation, to get back to the act we were talking about before of laying under a glass table yes. and having someone defecate on top, uh, Urban Dictionary calls that a glass bottom boat. A glass bottom boat. I'm cool with that. I like I that. The article I read was, was throwing around crazy numbers that some of these guys are willing to pay to get glass bottom boated. Yeah. Is that in the Middle East? Yes. Yes. They're like big, like rich sheiks and Sheiks oil. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. you'd probably be like no. executed if they found out you were doing weird shit like that in some of those I'd, I'd, I'm fucked if I know. I think they're a law unto themselves at some point. I think, I think like some of those rich. men over there can do whatever the fuck yeah, they want, yeah. dude. I think it's like play on. I'd, Can you find? I don't know how much I need to get paid to shit like, on someone that you'd need to be paid. Yeah, I wouldn't need to be paid that much, <laughs> dude. If I'm doing how the, much is not much. Well, if I'm doing to shit sh- on a shake, dude. If a shake, how wants much to shit on a shake? Well, I'm not Fair shit, a shit above a shake. You know what I mean? Uh I mean, what's the going rate? What are they prepared to pay? I think some of them get like fucking hunt, like two hundred fifty thousand. I think it was saying. I reckon 000. I would shit yeah. on a shake for fifty grand. Why wouldn't you? Mm. Because, well, I mean, like, are you comfortable walking around knowing you shit on a shake for 50 grand? You know what I mean? Like, I understand what you're saying, but that's still in your mind. <laughs> you still got it's the still, memories. It's still, the memories aren't erased. Yeah, look, I that's do know what you part mean. Of, it's still part of your identity. Yeah, it's part of who I am, and I'm going to have to have that conversation with my children at some point. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be having it with your kids. No. I mean, listen, 50 grand, it would depend the setting, but... I don't know how much the setting's going to make a difference. <laughs> I mean, I just need to, you know, feel comfortable. If you're ready, well, like to what you go in and shake hands? And no, 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 no. <laughs> I just want to be able to walk in, know that I don't need to meet the shake. He doesn't need to meet me, and I just got to. Yeah, you don't want to meet the shake. Just drop a dump on some glass and walk out. Is that it? Is that just a bing bang boom? Or do I need to hang around? <laughs> well, what if, what if someone up? like came to you as you were entering the bathroom to do a poo anyway, and they were like, "Well, you could do it in there, or I could pay you fifty thousand to do it over here in this next room." Yeah. I'm probably doing it. I feel like the cash up front. Yeah. Cash up front, 50 grand if it's just next door. I tell you what else, I would like to walk into the room and the glass be the floor. I don't want to have to go into some weird thing and, and get, get up like on a suspended like I'm a stripper. <laughs> well, like but like so the re- the re- the reality is that you probably walk in, there's a shake laying on the ground. You you get up onto the platform. <laughs> That's what I don't want. Yeah, well, I think that's probably what it is. Well, I don't know if it is. Who well, knows? No, I don't know. It's either. a weird. And listen, I don't want to. In the scenario I'm creating for you. Yeah. Well, okay. I also don't want to. You know, I know that not all shakes into this sort of gear. No, we're, we're talking just, about we're talking about the shakes that were mentioned in the article yes. that like glass bottom boats. Yes. So do you guys fifty grand? But I do have some some non negotiables, some caveats, and that is I don't want to be up on a stage. <laughs> That's I don't it. want people clapping. I want cash up front. I'd like more than fifty if you can. If you can look, if, it up. look if there's two hundred floating around, I'm yours. 
What about would would we cut, would we go as package deal for two hundred? I think we'd get more as a package deal. I think we would as well. I'm just saying. What's I, our base? I need to get paid more than fifty grand to fucking yeah, shit I'm next if, to you. Well, I was. I'm hoping shave. that we could maybe just go one after the other as opposed to a duo. Well, I thought it was like we hold. You know, when you oh, like hold it, like <laughs> lean back. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do there as well? Because you're obviously going to wee wee at the same time. Not always. Well, you always, always, always. No human has shit without weighing, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe there's like a little fucking ice cream <laughs> container that you aim into. I don't know. I, I don't know how it works. Or do you just piss all over the place? You probably well? do. And it's just dripping off the sides. <laughs> <laughs> bring your gun. Bring your wish wellingtons. Naked in Wellington's. <laughs> That's an image. <laughs> it's an image. That's an image. Oh fuck. That'd be fun. Oh, shout out to the shakes. Shout out to the shakes and glass bottom boats. <laughs> That's oh. brilliant. <coughs> Something to think about anyway. <coughs> Something, Something to think, to think about. about. Have you seen on Instagram Tomic and fucking Curiosity on each other? No. Get that up, Dave. So I think Curios uh, was asked a question about Tomic. I don't know. There's some Daily Mail article, I think, that prompted it. Mm-hmm. Go to Bernie's stories first, and then that will set the scene because he has a screenshot of the article, and then he responds, and then Curios comes back and bags the fuck out of him. Oh, he's on private. Who is? Tomic. Are you on the Hello Sport Instagram or are you on yours? I'm on the Herald Instagram. Ah, oh, where you fucking DM Christian Welsh. <laughs> 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 where you read my DMs. Yeah, bro. Fucking oath. I was fishing for like an invite. Into yeah, the I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was very obvious, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was really <laughs> obvious what you were trying to do, bro. Yeah. We saw that. Because I saw a message from like a... Because I get notifications for the Herald and it popped up with Christian Welsh. I'm like, what the fuck's he messaging us for? And then I'm like, oh, it's in the Herald and it's Dave like going, hey, going to be down at the game. Do the players still come out of the fucking thing? He's like, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. That was funny. Um, okay, so the Herald, you got to follow him, obviously. That's mm. fucking annoying. Um, well, why don't I just show you? You just show me, buddy. And then we can. Um, where is it? So just look. So here, the story, uh, the Daily Mail article is, Tennis bad boy Nick Kyrgios drops huge bombshell about his romance with Costine Hatsy. It's his missile, obviously. Yep. And gives Bernard Tomic a massive serve. Get up the Daily Mail article, Dave. So then Bernard has shared the article. Yep. And going, seriously? And then I'll just maybe play this into the mic so you can just hear it as well, though. Mm -hmm. Oh, he shares the next bit of the article. When a fan posted, Bernard uh, says he's better than you, the Canberra-born Aussie doubles uh, 
The Canberra-born Aussie Open doubles champ didn't mince his words. Better in what way, Kyrgios says. I've got a higher career high, uh, more money, more wins, and give back whenever I can. It's time for BT just to quiet down. He ain't even playing anymore. i got years left. Look, uh, the only logical explanation is that I'm his idol. Uh, he's <laughs> always been in my shadows growing up. Uh, that's why anytime someone mentions my name to him, he pretty much he gets under his skin. Um, he knows he can't rewrite history as well. The records I set when I was, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, youngest slam quarterfinalist at Wimbledon, the biggest tournament in the world, youngest person to win a match at the Australian Open at 16. I think I was the youngest Davis Cup player in history in Australia. And a couple other things in juniors. I think I was the youngest person to win a slam as well in juniors at 15. So he knows he can't change that, he can't rewrite that. And, uh, you know, he would love to shut me up if he could. He knows he can't. He knows my style dominates his, and he knows he will lose. Then he says, my manager told me to stop retaliating. Do you think I should? I just was like, absolutely not. You should keep going. Dude, I would love for them to play. Oh, hopefully the, there is a tournament like... But the problem is Bernard Tomic's so shit now. He's on like all the qualifying tours and shit. Well, so I don't so see a world in which they can play. That's why then if you go to King Kyrgios, if I can find that, I believe he's responded over there at, with 2 million followers. Has he got 2 million followers? Yeah, dude. Fucking hell, bro. He's big. Yeah, he is. He's massive. What's Bernie got? Fucking 30,000 or something. Can we find, Dave, where Kyrgios has responded? Because I can't find it here. Um, yeah, so Kyrgios, I think he's responded on his stories, which might be which might be gone. Yeah, he's um, taken them down. So he said, this is from the article. Um, actually, I can put this up on the screen. Uh, so Kyrgios took to Instagram to share some thoughts of his own. Uh, he said, Haha, Tomic, let's not forget the time I paid for your flight home from Shanghai because you had no money. Oh. Ha, 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 rewrite history. You are the most hated, in capital letters, athlete in Australia. You are right. No one can take over that. Um, and then he posted a screenshot of Tomic's recent results saying, Bernard, I didn't realize it was this bad. I low-key feel bad now. Hit me up if you need me to help you remember how to play. Jesus. Oh, go down, go down, go down, go down. We've already read that. Go to his results. What, what was his Dave, result? what you, slow down. Up. So he lost. So look, lost to 374 in the, in the world. Go down. He uh, lost to 453rd in the world. So I think that's what he's implying, is yeah. that like, mate, you're getting pumped by guys that are well outside the top 100. Uh, does he have a foundation? Oh, what is he saying here? So he, uh, uh, I got compared with Bernard Tomic today and I never felt more insulted. Does he have a foundation, the, like the Nick Kyrgios Foundation? Does he have a, the accomplishments? Did he raise money for the bushfires? It's disgusting, man. Do your research. Do your own research. Dior, hoodie's still on sale. Also, I ain't fucking with anyone who does OnlyFans. Oh, and by accomplishments, I beat the big four. It's not a bad accomplishment, is it? In December, Tomic said he was better than Kyrgios. I'm probably... Um, Mate, at the end of the day, Bernard Tomic was, he's right, he was the youngest quarterfinalist at Wimbledon, I think, in history. But that doesn't fucking mean that? anything, it dude, doesn't. because you started being a lazy piece of shit who didn't fucking try and you had tantrums and then you went and did OnlyFans, did like softcore porn. Well, now it was you actually not. It was, it was the worst fucking OnlyFans of all time. And now you wash... Well, like, there was other footage of him getting... I don't know if that was him. 
I think it was. I think I'd I'd know Bernie's hog if I'd seen it. <laughs> it was someone else's. We've been over this before. Yeah. Um, so, mate, you're all like, and Kyrgios. Kyrgios has done more. Kyrgios has done more. But I feel he's bad for Tomic. When Tomic went on the, uh, was it the fucking celebrities in the jungle? Didn't he leave straight away? Yeah, dude. But he, at some point, he opened up to someone about his childhood, and it made me feel so fucking sorry for him. And it's kind of coloured the way I view everything he does now, in the sense of going like, yeah, he's a fucking idiot. But his family life and his upbringing was so dysfunctional, and his parent, like his old man, was a fucking psycho, and mm. like he didn't have a childhood. That I just think you need to cut people like that slack. I'm not saying that I'm like I love him. I. Kind of do love him though because it's fucking great content and he's funny. But like, in terms of like judging him for the way he's behaving, I'm like, you just have no chance when you're a child and you're raised the way that you are. Like, you just don't have a chance really of being a fucking normal person. And that's why Kiros is a fucking weirdo as well, right? Like, they're all child athletes just driven, pounded into the earth to just hit fucking tennis You've, balls. Where tennis is one of those sports as well where you literally need to be pounded into the earth. Then again, you see All of them hit, all of them, a lot of them. Yeah, but she was a child star. She's great. I just mean, she she had a she good had, upbringing, it seems, as well. Like, she's a good, seems to be a good But person. all of these people, like, she's also retired at fucking 25 or something. You know what I mean? She goes, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. Because you've been playing for such a long time by that point already. Yeah. Hitting, like, millions of balls a year. When they're 12, 13, 14. Andy Murray and uh, Djokovic, they're mates because they got sent away to some fucking tennis camp in Spain when they were like 11. Yeah. To live and train and shit. It's pretty hectic. Very hectic. So they're friends, Andy Murray. Well, they, they, I don't they think grow they are up now. Mates. Well, they might not be now. Because like, Kyrgios and Murray are friends, and Kyrgios hates Djokovic. I don't think that means anything. What does that mean? Anything? I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. You're right, but it doesn't mean nothing. I don't think it means anything. Oh, I think it means something. Why? Because I'm pretty sure I've heard both of them criticise Djokovic. Maybe. They grew up as mates. They might not be mates now. That's also plausible. People fall out, Tom. They do, sadly. Sadly, it is sad. It is sad. That is a sad reality, but it is a reality nonetheless. Anyway, shout out to Bernie and to the King for keeping tennis uh, trucking along. We're all alive in our hearts and our souls. Also, our boy Cody Simpson, the number one swimmer in the country, uh, Qualified for the Com Games. That video was heartwarming. Did we talk about that the other day? No, we just spoke about, I think, the the brouhaha. Or did we talk about the Com Games? We might have talked about the Com Games. Who fucking knows? Congratulations to Cody. Well done, he He's made it. He's the big lift. He's made it. That's incredible stuff. It is impressive. It's fucking impressive that he's been able to do that. I was reading an article and only a snippet of it because I lost interest midway through, but about how the, the feat that he has done. And I think Grant Hackett was being quoted in it. And it's like, dude, most swimmers... And the perception in swimming is that you retire when you're like 22. Like, you know, you have this, you, you like your teen years mm. and then your early adult years and then you're kind of washed up by your mid-20s. And it's yeah. like, he's like... Well, Liesl Jones was, she's won silver at 15. Gold at 15? I think she, was, I think she won silver at Sydney when she was 15. Thorpey was fucking young as shit. He was 17. Well. I'm pretty sure no, he was... No, he was 14 or 15. He was young as fuck, wasn't he? Nah, not at Sydney. He was oh, not at Sydney. Okay. He was 17. Anyway... 17 still fucking That's ridiculous. fucking young. But yeah. basically, she won a silver at Sydney. There 15, yeah. Um, yeah. They were just saying what Cody's done is pretty fucking... It's not pretty. It's, it's incredible. Like, he's an outlier freak, basically, in that he's been able to go away and chase fucking music and entertainment and shit and, and come back and then be a top 10 swimmer in the country inside of, like, fucking two years. That's pretty fucking wild. It's insane. It's actually insane. 
That's unbelievable. I wonder and, if he was and, swimming and, and over and at there. At the age, he's twenty four. Do you think was was he swimming over there or not, bro? He wasn't fucking. No, he's twenty five. Yeah, well, he's not yeah. that young. No, he's not. Well, uh, in swimming years, he's a granddad. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's old as fucking swimming years. Anyway, whatever. Um, on new sets, about even new set. It's now in the studio. We might have copped one of the great ass poundings of all time by some, some salty dribblers about the new set. Now we are. I would. Re, I would remind the dribblers whilst they were. I mean, and we might even get Dave to read some of the comments because they were funny. But so we did it on a green screen. Just need everyone to relax a little bit here. We're trying fucking... As you can see here, this set that we're on now isn't finished. We're still trying things out. We're still working things out. The green screen, we like the idea of the green screen potentially. What you would know is that behind that green screen is one of the largest fucking structures of all time, man-made, which is just basically two walls, Um, which we're also toying with the idea of fucking off the green screen if it doesn't work. But we're trying the green screen because of the element that it allows you to add in in the background, obviously, as a green screen works. Um, but like, but don't get your knickers in a don't knot, Don't get your mate. knickers in a if knot. It's, if it's it doesn't good. work, we've we've got a set ready to go. So just ease. Calm down. Calm your fucking farms, dude. Down. But these things take time. Tom and I like to mull. We're mullers by trade, yep. and we will mull on things until they feel right. We try things here, we try things there, and eventually they fall into place as this set's falling into place. As slowly, this whole surely. studio falls into place. We've got, we've got ideas to pad this out nicely. I think you're going to be really aroused by it. Mm. We certainly are. But we must mull, Tom and you I. Gotta we mull, must you got to mull, you got to try it, because the problem is, and I think the thing that we found is that you can spend too much time trying to get it perfect the first time. So initially, with like just with this set, for example, it was like, let's not fucking do anything until it's completely done and ready and then just like drop nuts and go, here's the new set. And then we're like, you know what? After a while, and we're just sitting here on a grey couch in front of a grey wall, we're like, we just got to start fucking... We just got to start doing it. And you can see the slow progression until the set is the set. Um, and that was much the same with About Even. We needed to get out of Kempe's studio. Not needed to, but we were in here and we had everything set up we to felt go. Obligated we to. felt, you know, like he'd been there for a long time. Again, shout out to the great man for housing us. What a legend he is. Um, but so we were like, fuck it. Let's just get in there and do it. The background for the, for the green screen was a fucking, yep, let's give this a go. Is it too white? I think you could say it is. Is it ideal though? No. no. But it's just, it's a mulling. It's a mulling. And it's a slow progression. But I did love the comments. Much was like, like the podcast, these things take time, baby. They do. They do. You got to get into the trenches and you got to fucking work it out yourself, bro. Uh, the, the, to be honest, where it's the whole fucking idea for the green screen comes from is from Barstool, where they have a show called The Sports Advisors, right? if you pay attention to basketball sports. But basically, the beauty of it is that when they're saying something that's funny or just anything, the background can become like another layer to the joke or to the yarn or to the story that just gets added in. And that was the impetus behind giving it a crack. So it's early days. As, I, as we're saying, though, if it doesn't work, we fuck it off and we roll. We just keep rolling. But we want, we're calling for calm. Much like the Bra Boys and the the Hell's Angels did when there was you know beef on the beaches, yeah. Uh, throwback to Cronulla riots. It was 
Calling for calm. Calling for calm. So we're just calling for calm. We call for calm, bro. Um, calling for calm. So that's that. That's that, punters, dribblers. Um, but yeah, some of the comments were fucking good. Where they, they were hilarious. Like, they were like, year 10 fucking HSA multimedia project, ex- multimedia. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? Don't hate that comment. I don't hate that comment either. Oh, yeah, for two guys that graduated with fucking degrees in media, this thing looks like a pile of shit. Yep, yep. Some, I mean, guy, some guy goes, you boys can give me a weather report on that green screen. <laughs> we could. And we probably will. And we might. At some point. Potentially. See how we go. Who knows? Anything else there, Dave? Any other good ones? Uh, someone goes, vegan ciggies and faded denim green screens don't mix well. <laughs> no. Um, real Zoom meeting vibes. Someone said... <laughs> That's fo- what Steph said. Steph goes, it looks like fucking Zoom meeting. Yeah, like, like year, yeah, year six Photoshop photos on your uh, photo booth. Photos yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah, that yeah. one. That's good. Yeah. Um, green screen 13 plus. Um, as we put it up, it was funny because as we put it up, uh, like put the episode up, and then it was like the live chat. So there's like the comments. You can't read afterwards for some reason. I think you can if you go back. I don't know. But the live chat was like, what the fuck is this shit? (laughs) It's like, and we're going, ooh, this isn't great. (laughs) They're not loving the fucking green screen. (laughs) Oh, God, Jesus. All part of it, baby. But the set is coming together. Like, green screen or no green screen, the studio generally coming together, and it's fucking very horny. We will do a, uh, a reveal once it's all sort of... Once we're happy with just the base level of what needs to happen, there's still a few things we need to kick around, but, like... We're getting there, baby. We're getting there, all right? Know that. No, it's coming together. Oh, it's coming. Punters and dribblers, exciting news. If you weren't aware, we will remind you again, live stream tonight Mm -hmm. from 7.50. Yep. PM, Hello Sport YouTube, be there or be square. Manly taking on the Melbourne Storm. They will win comfortably. We will win 13 plus that we know. Shout out to Kay who brings us rugby league when we do talk it on the show. It's also Eddie Kieran Foran's 250th game of rugby league. So you have him for an anytime try score because that's a narrative bet. You also have George Tafua. In fact, what is right now as to we go into Foran? Foran. Now we're talking. Just an anytime try. Also, shout out to that dribbler who last night put up in the P's and D's page what he described as a $23 sure thing in the Shep last at Shepparton. Uh, on Did the it trons, win? Uh, didn't come anywhere near winning. And that man is now officially dead to me. But I like people throwing, throwing their hat yeah, in the ring. I encourage it. you to have a crack, but know that if it fails, you will be shot. Yeah. You'll be shot and we'll never talk to you again. That's all we're saying. Just know that if it fails, you'll be shot. Okay. It's not a big deal. So we go here. Ruben Garrick is paying $4 anytime try scorer. That is fucking insanity. The guys at fullback. Dude, mate. what the fuck? Dude, Manly anytime tries are through the roof. They just must not rate Manly at all. Well, they don't. Not must not. George Tafu is shortest at 280 for Manly. And then we pair that What's with What's Foz? Foz will be seven bucks, won't he? 650. You're getting 1556 for those two to score. On Neds. Gamble responsibly. Um... But yeah, that's tonight. Foz is 250th. We got Eddie and myself, Sebo of about even fame, and my brother Willie Berms, also a diehard Manly fan, will be joining us to sit here. It's going to be more of an about even bent in terms of we're going to be punting, you know. We're going to be punting on this one. Bets will be on the screen. You can follow along. We might even release a little bet card beforehand. Yeah, I think so. I think we will do a bet card, light up the account, mm. get into our work. Yes. 
I think it's going to be a good night. I think I think Manly shocks the world tonight. Look at the team list there. And, like, I'm being genuine here, Punish Dribbler, so just bear with us. Now, if you just go through the backs, we're starting with the backs. Ruben Garrick better than Nick Meaney at fullback. I think we can agree with that. I would pick George Tafua over Dean Aramaya, but that may be up to you. I would kind of agree with you there. Thank you. Morgan Harper and Marion Seve. Dave, what do we think? I think Morgan Harper, I think they have much of a muchness. Yeah, I think, so. but I think based on the fact that Harper's had a lot more game time and experience recently, you I'd would probably go take him. Take yeah. Harper. Seve's only like two games in the last year or so. Olam, obviously, you would take over Cooler, but only, again, like Cooler is showing a shitload, right? Like Cooler would be the second best center in the game tonight. Like it's Olam the best, <laughs> and then. Tonight. Yeah. Tonight. Tonight. Yeah, no, tonight. yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. in the NRL. Um, although I'd also go with that. Obviously, you take Coates over Tuipolotu, but again, you're not losing. Tui's good. Now, in the halves, obviously Munster is one of the number one playmakers in the game. Like, both halves, I think, are as good as each other collectively. Munster's obviously great. Hughes is obviously great. Mm. But Cherry Evans can kick the dick out of it. And, like... Did you see that stat about Hughes and Munster? What? That, like, were... Basically, we lose far more games when we don't have... Munster. Yeah, no, I Hughes. saw that. Yeah. I don't I don't know if Hughes plays tonight. Yeah, I reckon he doesn't play. I reckon, I reckon he's out again. No, nah, I think he does because no, I don't we, think so. we haven't really got another replacement on the bench with Harry Grant. There's no Cooper Johns. Who's your 20th? Who's your 19, 20th? We got 18, 19, Tom Eisenhuth and Jaden Nicarima. So Jaden Nicarima, bang. Well, it'd be Wishart coming in and Nicarima, but yeah. I think Cooper Johns would be in there if they thought. Where's they he? Thought. Like, he hasn't been getting any shots. Cooper Johns? Yeah, has he been he injured? Pl- yeah, he, no, he played Did against... Did he play last um, week? Not last week, but the week before when he got pumped by the Panthers. And then played. dropped last week? Yeah. Okay. Harry Grant played seven last week. Which is not a good sign for Cooper Johns, though, right? If no, you're getting no. If you're getting Harry Grant paying half. Um, so, just, so we got the halves there. I think they're pretty Evie, uh, even. Evie, shout out to Evie. Jesse and Josh, I... I mean, it's hard to go past Jesse. What Jesse has done in the game, the standing, but I think Josh is as good. Current form? Yeah, Jesse in his heyday was... Different story, but we're talking current form. Josh is a handful, bro. I think current form, Josh is actually probably better. Lachlan Croker, Brandon Smith. I think Croker... I mean, look, Brandon Smith, you'd have to take. But they play differently. Sipley, Kamakamika, I take Sipley. I'd take Tui. Yeah, that's and a I scary. It's a that. scary man. Uh, Ola Kawatu better than Felice Kafusi. Correct. Kenny Bromwich probably has the wood over Andrew Davy, Craig Davy, and Jake has it over Josh King. So Jake shits all over Josh. Based King. on those starting thirteens, you've got to ask yourself seriously, who would you rather? Now let's go. Bench I'd here the, the bench was getting me. Dylan worried. Walker, Tyron Richard. There's no <laughs> question. Josh Schuster, <laughs> Trent. Is Dylan Walker's father a legend? Didn't think so. Uh, that doesn't make any difference tonight, David. <laughs> no, it makes no sense either. Uh, Josh Schuster and Trent Loyero. Is he the one with the great chin? No, that's Alec McDonald. He's not oh. playing tonight, unfortunately. Uh, Sean Kepi, Chris Lewis, Kepi, obviously, and Kurt DeLouis and Jordan Grant. I think Kurt DeLouis uh, probably has it there. Mate, I honestly love Manly 13 plus tonight at $19. I think that might be the bet of the year. This might, like, this, like, again, obviously Melbourne are brilliant at bringing through, like, the next generation, right? And, like, showing us amazing players that either were missed, not noticed, whatever. But this might be the most fucking, like, unrecognisable Melbourne team of all time. That bench is no disrespect, but for Melbourne, that bench is horse piss. Yeah, well, coming into the season, our bench should have been and would have been Nelson, Tui, Cheese, 
and maybe one of these dudes if they wanted to put a Wishard in there yeah. or Chris Lewis. And that's a good bench. And Nelson's out, right? Yeah, Nelson's out and Welch is out, which yeah. is why we were like on our second string. If we rollers. can fucking, if we can man up in the middle. Need to man up. We Tom. need to man up in the middle. We dude. need to man up and get through the fucking tough stuff, dude. That's what we need. So is Marty to power out as well? Who are our front rowers? Go back. Sipley and Aloe. Yeah, Marty's out. You know what? I don't mind Marty being out. At the moment, don't hate it. So there's some some Marty. I have like a an up and down love affair with Marty. I mean, I always love Marty because of what he's you know he's a manly he's a manly man. He's a manly man. But I'm interested to see how we go with a Sipley and Aloye rotation. But I think manly win thirteen plus. Manly will win and win well. We know that. So that's uh, seven fifty live stream, Hello Sport, that's it, uh, YouTube in Hello Sport Studios. That's it. Um, is there anything else going on in the world, guys, that we've missed? There was Jared Croker's injury. Oh yeah, what did he do? So according to the NRL physio, shout um, out to the NRL physio. So Croker's had a bit of a bung shoulder for a few weeks, um, mm. and according to the NRL physio, he re-injured it, re-dislocated it while he was reaching for the TV remote at home. How the fuck does that happen? How does that happen? That seems odd. That is... That seems odd. He said in the post, NRL physio said, may sound unbelievable, but many with recurrent shoulder instability can probably relate. Actually, to be fair, I had a mate who needed like shoulder surgery because his shoulder was like pretty cooked for the year on, like for the year before that. Mm -hmm. And there was one night where we were just like having a, we were just chilling or something, like doing absolutely nothing. And he just goes, oh, fuck, my shoulder just popped out. And I mean, like, it's happened to Jarchi boy a bunch. Gus Walker's fucking shoulder used to come out a lot. I don't know if it still does. But he used to pop does. out at the fucking side of a strong breeze. Yeah, but Jarch's was like not strong breeze. His was like do it, trying to crack a whip. And nah, his is, like well, the, their dog jumped on his shoulder that and it well. came out. Then he did a whip and it came out. I think it's come out like three times. He's been in and out of hospital with that fucking bung shoulder a Mate, lot. Mate, it's, it's almost like... surgery on the But it's almost like, you know, a time of the year where it's like, you know, it's the changing of the seasons when you see a video of Jarch in the fucking emergency late at night. Oh, I think spring's here. Jarch has dislocated his shoulder again and he's in emergency at fucking four in the morning. Mm. Yeah. So I get it, but like, if he was looking to come back this week and then he dislocates it getting a remote. Poor bastard. Not but good for you who tipped the Raiders. Nah, we'll be right. We'll be fine. The Raiders will be good. They'll we'll be, right. be right. I don't think you say we'll be right, Eddie. Not, no. You know what I mean. Do you fucking dare? I do know what you mean. Shout out to Jared Croker. That sucks. I like Jared Croker. But it seems like the end is nigh potentially, or at least I feel like the he's Super been League playing. I feel nigh. like he's been playing fucking rugby league since the dawn of time. Dude, he's still probably what thirty. He's not very old. He's played a fuckload of games already. How close is he to three hundred? Um, so he is thirty-two or turning thirty-two this year. He's currently thirty-one. Um, he has played two hundred ninety-two games. Oh come on, grade. dude! Come Get to on! It. Get Are to they it. all at Canberra? Yeah. yeah. Dude, Get there. If not for like injury in his form, like if he had been playing this season and last season, he I reckon he would have been the most capped player ever by then. No, I agree with uh, that. He definitely could have gone close, but he would have very much almost broken the point scoring record. Yeah, yeah. Because where is he? It. Is he number two on that now? He's 2,244. I'll see where that lines up. Um, I think he's in the top two or three, which is crazy. Uh, yeah, he's third. So Smith, El Masri, Jared Croker. 
and Croker's less than 200 points from El Masri. Wow. He's a fucking... He's a stayer, dude. Yeah, he is. It's interesting, though, when you think about, like, so Smith took, like, 400 games to get the point scoring record. Not to get it, but, like, that's... It's a four. It's 400 games worth of point scoring. Mm. El Masri would have done it in 300-something games. 317. Um, and then... Croker could have done that in even less games. I'm just trying to work out, like, as a percentage of games played, also scoring the most. Imagine if the Raiders were good. Well, that too. Average points per game, Tom. Yes. Average points per game. PPG. Um, anyway, I don't think we've missed anything else. I don't think so. I think it's pretty much a fucking Thursday wrap for you. Um, live stream, 750. Dior hoodies still on sale at hellosport.shop. Anything else? That's it. Uh, got the Cambosis potty dropping Sunday night. Oh, get wet for that, get baby. Get wet for that. Cambosis potty Sunday night. Oh, baby. He fights June 5th uh, for the undisputed lightweight world title belts, or all of them. Um, June 5th, main event, available via KO. Make smart decisions. Make smart decisions. Available via KO. See you Monday. Bye-bye. Actually, see you tonight. See you tonight. See you tonight. Or if you listen to it Friday, then it's obviously Monday. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.